You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Monday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans with me, Cheryl Burke, and iHeartRadio Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. So let's just get started. What I admire most about my next guest is that she continues to be her authentic and unapologetic self, which are two qualities that I truly respect immensely. She is someone who I wish I would have gotten to know better during our time on Dancing with the Stars. So I'm really excited to hopefully start a newfound friendship after this interview, as I can relate to her story in so many different ways. Today's guest won season 20 of the show and impressively did so during the pandemic where we had no live audience in the ballroom and was able to still snag herself that mirror ball trophy. She's a fighter and continues to strive while inspiring millions of people, including myself, every single week on her podcast that I'm also a fan of called Off the Vine. She continues to thrive and push through social norms and isn't afraid to show her vulnerability and transparency and hopes to help others do the same. Please welcome Caitlin Bristow. Caitlin, hi. I just did, I so I did the intro already and I said I wish we were friends. Like actually I wish we got to know each other, but you know there was covid during your season of dancing. But welcome. Just welcome to Sex Lies and Spray Tans. Thank you for having me. Um I thought we were friends until you just said that, but okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> no, no. I mean like like text like really close friends, you know, like top 5. I know. I know. You've always been somebody that I've looked up to because I've watched the show for so long. And I, Aww. when I got on Dance with the Stars, I was like, I can't believe I get to be friends with Cheryl. And then <laughs> COVID. And then COVID. And then honestly, I just have been stalking you for the past, like, I'd say year. Right back and at you. I love all of your work. Um, I love your how freaking like, I feel like we're twinsies a little bit with um, our thoughts and our experiences in life and I just love how open you are so thank you for doing that because that gives me more strength to be more open too right back at you I love following there's certain people on Instagram that just like are really raw and vulnerable and say things and maybe it isn't the you know everyone's favorite opinion but um that's the same reason all the same reasons you just said are the reasons I like to follow you Thanks, girl. Thanks. Okay, so we're besties now. Besties. Just, okay, check. Mm-hmm. Check. Um, okay, so let's rewind a little bit. We're just going to dive right in because okay. you know what? I hate small talk and I know you do too. Yes. So 
why in the hell didn't you do Dancing with the Stars like right after your time on The Bachelor, Bachelorette? Like what happened? Like there was a huge gap, right? Yes, which I was so shocked. I mean, timing always works out the way it should. But uh, as soon as I came off The Bachelorette, um, I... I didn't understand anything ab- about how TV works, about how contracts work. About, like I had to ask permission because I signed my life away for ABC and I didn't know this. So when somebody came to me and said, hey, I have an offer for you from Dancing with the Stars back in 2015, right when I did come off the show or 2016, I was like, are you kidding me? I'm, I'll drop everything like this is a dream come true. And so I said yes, negotiated with an entertainment lawyer, got everything signed and then The Bachelorette, the creator of the show, found out I said yes, and he was like, "Mm, actually, I'm going to say no, you can't do it. And what I was so confused. Yes, I was so confused. I've met met with him before. Yeah, he he was like, no, you're not going to do it. He goes, I'm sick of people wanting fame after my TV show. And he was just very against it, like very, very against it. And I I tried so hard to talk him into it and he just kept saying no it was a hard no hard no and I was like but bachelors from the past have done it so why can't a bachelorette and he was like the answer is no and so I dropped it and he said no he said mark my words nobody will ever go on this show from my show again on Dancing with the Stars and then the next season was Ben Higgins after me and Mike Fleiss was like do you want your own TV show or do you want Dancing with the Stars and Ben picked his own TV show. And then next season, Nick Vial dancing with the stars. And so I did what you said I do. I speak my mind. I speak my truth. And I went to Twitter and I took the, I took it to Twitter. (laughs) And again, not knowing how contracts work, I was like, Mike Fleiss doesn't give his uh, bachelorettes the same opportunity as, as the men. And I just kind of raised hell. And I think a lot of people got behind me on that. And so I think people were rooting for me for a few years to go on the show. And after, yeah after a few years of I don't know at one point I was like okay guys it's getting embarrassing like don't say it anymore (laughs) it's just like it's (laughs) the the dream has gone but then out of nowhere they were doing the greatest seasons of all time on ABC and they asked me to do it then so I was like better late than never right but what was the like why do you think that why like you Um, know what I mean because Melissa Rycroft did it and then Hannah Brown I don't think um I don't think Mike Fleiss liked me I don't think and I think that's true I I didn't really I wasn't his biggest fan he wasn't my biggest fan I I think he um wasn't used to somebody that comes into that world and you know I, I was very loud and um tattoos and like he I think he just likes his women to be... But he made you the bachelorette. But he didn't want to. Um, I think because people, the viewers and everything were saying Caitlin for bachelorette and a lot of the producers said it would be good to do her, change things up, don't do the typical girl next door. I, I don't think he actually wanted me to be the bachelorette. Got it. You know, it's interesting because I just did Chris Harrison's podcast. Um, I forgot. I mean, it's a long, long title. Oh, it's the most uh, dramatic most podcast ever. Em- dramatic. Oh, I was about to say embarrassing. <laughs> I think I embarrassed myself on his podcast, but whatever. No. Um, <laughs> but he uh, clearly, I don't think he directly said it, but there's been obviously drama with him as well. Um, and then like with me in this podcast, it's been interesting. And it, it, you are right. You make a good point. It's like um, whether it's women or just women with an opinion you know it's like yeah <laughs> it's like shame on you you know mm-hmm. and honestly it just makes me louder 
Like I, I can't, I, I actually can't handle that. Like, how do you, how do you deal? I'm the same way. I'm like, you want to say no to me? Well, let me take it to Twitter. That's why I did. I was like, because right. I wanted, I, I was, I was scared for like, could you sue me? Like, but I thought it was really important to use my voice on a platform to be like, this actually isn't fair. Uh, because I saw so much of that happening behind the scenes with him, with me. I really know he didn't like me and things have changed now. I think he's learned some hard lessons. Well, he's, he's not there. Right? He's not there. And last time he was there, I ran into him and he like, congratulated me on everything and it's fine it was just like I it does if somebody doesn't want me to speak up I will speak louder and I deal with mm -hmm. it in many different ways because there are times when I go is it time to just bite your tongue and stop getting yourself in trouble and creating like an open door for hate from all these trolls that don't believe in the things that you're doing and don't align with you and then other days I'm like no fuck that I I'm always <laughs> wanting to like be bold and stand up for I believe in and have a voice and not just for me, for other women and for society. And mm -hmm. I don't agree with so many pigeonholes that women are put in and that like and I get in trouble every time. Like I just posted a video of um, <laughs> me dancing and throwing the engagement ring at yeah. the end with full intention. I actually respect Jason and like don't I will never speak poorly of him um the the ring was not the one he gave me it was a plastic piece of plastic from amazon and it was a, supposed to be a mic drop instead of a fuck you and it was supposed to be about the messaging behind like of course pressures of i marriage. commented on it oh did of you of course i had to stop reading yeah, the comments I, I sent you a dm <laughs> oh it's fine no it's fine it's good I, it's good i basic i barely scroll honestly but yeah. i saw that that's well yeah and it, it was just it got blown out of proportion and um and in those moments, I'm like, my feelings, I'm like, oh my gosh, now I feel like I've hurt somebody's feelings. That was not my intention. People are not taking this the right mm -hmm. way. And, but, I, but again, I'm like, I could delete it or I could go defend myself in the comments, but I'm like, no, I meant that. And it doesn't mean I don't believe in marriage and it doesn't mean it's, it's just almost, it's almost poking fun it's at myself, but it's also empowering yeah. other women to be like, Hey, you can be whatever age and be on your third marriage or whatever it is that wh wherever you are in life is okay. Like screw what everybody Absolutely. else is telling you. I totally agree. Like, okay, so I, I went through a very public divorce as yeah. well. And um, not saying as well, because you weren't divorced. But anyway, Close my enough. point is, is, I also went through something <laughs> similar. And like anything that I would, like any TikTok, like, you know, those, uh, when you mouth the words and like those stupid like oh, videos, yeah. everything, it was like as if I only had one boyfriend or one, yeah. you know, ex. It's like, you you guys, yeah. I have had more than one ex. Like every, yeah. you know, it's just people like to, perceive i guess and to assume because they know it's familiar and then it's about you know i just love deleting like all the negativity even about this podcast like i just love it i love the block button and i love to delete like it brings me so much joy because these people are just you know saying shit to say shit when they haven't done the research <laughs> oh my gosh not only have they not done their research but it i think it is part of like their entertainment i think sadly mm -hmm. uh, people who are miserable that's where like entertainment and joy comes in for them because they don't have yeah. to face anyone for real they can say whatever they want and not have to deal with the consequences um it could just get deleted and that's about as far as it'll go yeah so they feel like yeah. they can do that it's kind of an outlet for them and 
it's just it's so crazy to think that I actually don't use the block and delete button. I'm like, oh God, just let them go. Good for you. Let them go. Good for you. <laughs> I but hope I, I every, get there one day. No, I, I, I hope can't. I get there. I hope I get where you are one day <laughs> because it's it really is. It's um, you know, I'm I'm allowing it to happen kind of, and sometimes I'm inviting it mm-hmm. because I poke and I open the door for it. But I don't know. I'm just like I'd rather spend my time like reading my new book than deleting negative comments. Totally. But <laughs> yes. Yes. But you do you. No, for sure. I hear you. I hear you. And I actually have trained my brain not to scroll. So I very it's rarely amazing. scroll. If anything, it's like, I just want to hear the feedback on this podcast and people are just, it is what it is. Like this was, so when I started Dancing with the Stars, I started in 2006. This was before social media. It was message oh, yeah. boards and they were just as cruel, some people. And, you know, you take it or leave it. But sometimes like when I'm PMSing or I'm like freaking emotional because of the full moon and Taurus and Scorpio. Yeah, I'm into astrology. Same. Then and that's my both my signs, by the way, I'm a rising Scorpio and my son is Taurus. So it's crazy for me. That's a lot. Yes, Uh, (laughs) that's a lot. (laughs) But like I'm so triggered sometimes and I get just really sensitive. And like you, I'm like, should I bite my tongue? I'm I'm not even saying anything bad. Like if anything, it is what it is. We've talked about this, but like. How did you when you when you actually started Dancing with the Stars? How long prior to the premiere did you meet with the executives? Like when did they interview you? Was this like years before or? Mm, no, I I don't even know if like I, I feel like nothing even did happened you meet with Dina. Yeah. So okay, Dina. Yeah, Dina was yeah. always fi- fighting for me to be on that show from the get go. Like she from day yeah. one was like totally on my team trying so hard to get me on and then uh of course when the greatest seasons of all time for bachelor came on chris harrison got to say like mm-hmm. caitlin will you do dancing with the stars and i was freaking out and Aww. dina messaged me she was like i wanted to be the one to tell you because <laughs> she's always been oh. rooting for me yeah yeah she's no, the best she loves, she loves you um did She's you the did they ask you like so how did they pitch dancing with the stars to you i actually didn't get pitched at all i think they knew i was so desperate to just go on the show and be <laughs> on the show they were like caitlin you're going and i was like holy shit like yeah i oh, didn't even oh, i didn't that's crazy i didn't bargain or negotiate and i pride myself on like being a good negotiator and i might have for my contract but like <laughs> nothing i was like i'll do whatever you want me to do just put me in coach <laughs> i didn't care Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Did they um, ask you what dance partner you wanted? Like, did you, are, were you a fan of Dancing on the Stars? Like, had you watched huge the show? Huge fan, huge fan. So Rob okay. Rob Mills, who's like the head of ABC, mm-hmm. um, as you know. So I have a pretty good relationship with him. And so I messaged him and I was like, do you think I could have um, Val? And he was like, okay, Caitlin, I'll see what I can do. And then I was like, actually, never mind. Do you think I could have? And I did it like three times. And, oh my God. and then I was like, wait. I was supposed to be with Artem in 2016. Do you think I could have Artem and it could be like a full circle moment? So when I walked in the room and saw Artem, I freaking squealed at the top of my lungs like a little dork. <laughs> Wait, who was the third one you asked for? I don't I don't remember. Um, Val, Artem, Max. No, Max wasn't on. Then. Oh, I think I said don't put me with Gleb Alan. because he no, I said don't. I didn't. It wasn't a request. I said don't put me with Gleb. He's too hot. <laughs> Gleb is pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's so pretty. <laughs> All right, because at the time you were, yes, you were in a relationship. Okay, I get yeah. it now. I get yeah. it. I get it. I'm like, why wouldn't you want to dry hump Gleb? I would. Um, now, if they did an All Star season, sign me up with right? Gleb. Right? I was going to ask you, like, if it wasn't, if, like, if you couldn't choose Artem, obviously, and then they did, like, a, let's do a season Bachelors versus Bachelor, which would suck because all your Bachelors suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they don't all suck. Sorry. Excuse me. No. They, they just are not as musical or rhythmical as the Bachelors. Totally. Um, and that is another interesting thing, I guess. But, like, all the Bachelors are so good. Anyway, yeah. my point is, is that who would you actually choose if, like, I know you're friends with Alan. Yeah. I would probably but I sh- see if you and Gleb would be so hot together. I would honestly probably choose Alan because I have such a good friendship with him. And yeah. there was this whole thing on my podcast where I called him a dick. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. He still, Alan still won't talk to me. And I, like. Wait, what? No, he walked right past me on Dancing with the Stars. He won't call me back. And I what? have like profusely like apologized on my podcast and certain things because I was like, I truly just was like, I always call Ellen a dick. I always call Sasha a dick. Like I call them all dicks and I, in the most loving way. And I truly would want Alan as a partner if they ever did all stars because he is such a solid friend to me. I we are so close. 
So wait, before we get further on this, re- rewind and tell my listeners what happened. Um, so <laughs> I think that's, I was talking to Charity, uh, who's on Dancing with the mm-hmm. Stars right now, former Bachelorette, mm-hmm. and she didn't know who she was getting yet. And I was trying to guess on, based off of her height, who she would be paired with. And I was like, okay, it could be, because she's quite tiny. I was like, it could be yeah. Sasha or it could be Artem. Um, I said, I don't know about Alan. He's kind of tall. And I said, uh, and I started describing how each one of them, in my opinion, were in the ballroom. And I said, you know, Alan's like, he'll really push you. But he's kind of a dick. And I said, actually, Artem will really push you. And, and then I said, actually, they're all kind of dicks. And then it got picked up in media that I called right. Alan a dick. And of course, if you listen to the podcast, everyone or, or, knows. Or it was insinuated that it was all the pros you called us dicks. It's like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. I'm not included in this. No, I <laughs> I really just meant like the three that I said, but in the like. Right. And then I talked to Sasha about it. He goes, we are all dicks. And I was like, OK. And yeah. And I and lovable dicks. I love them all. Alan is again. He was one of my closest friends out of the whole show. And so I'm like, please pick up the phone, Alan. <laughs> Wait, do you, so he's actually mad. I, I mean, he will not respond to me or talk to me. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, he did an interview too. I saw it on Us Weekly or something because I was stalking you as well over the weekend, <laughs> but even more stalking than I've been stalking. So it's, it's called like, research. I know everything about you. Yeah, it's called research, yeah. but I like to say stalking because it was like stalking. <laughs> um, but it was interesting because I was like, I find that to be a compliment. And I'm like, oh. okay, but is it? A compliment, Alan, because you're clearly still upset. Yeah, I'm like, please, let's talk through. I even said, I'm like, do you want to come on my podcast and talk about it? Or and then before and then after that, I was like, can I just have a hug? Like, I feel like you need a hug, too. And then I messaged him something else. And then he walked right by me at Dancing with the Stars and made sure he saw that I I was like, oh, okay, he's really mad at me. Actually, we have Alan in the waiting room. Perfect. Oh, God damn it. That would have been so good. That would have been really good. I would have been really happy. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, so when you finally, so when you finally got your chance to do the show um, and then you walk in, you see Artem. But prior, did you feel a little pressure because of Melissa Rycroft, who I love? Um, hi, Melissa, if you're listening. She's amazing. And um, Hannah and, you know, like you've got two girls who basically won because melissa won all stars though she didn't win her season but you know what i mean right a lot of pressure yes i did i felt a little pressure but i also let that take the pressure off because i was like well there's no way they're gonna have two (laughs) bachelorettes win back to back so like i'm gonna want it really bad and i'm gonna fight for it really bad but at the end of the day they probably won't let two bachelorettes win back to back and again i didn't know if the um the voting actually counted which i now know it does so you thought the show was rigged yeah i thought it was rigged i'm like well they won't make two bachelorettes win back to back so i kind of took that pressure off with that information do you think the show's rigged i don't think it is but i and this is all just like a guess my guess is that it's it's not my conspiracy theory is it's not rigged but if they really wanted to at the end of the day make sure somebody either stayed or went home they could have the power to do that but it's actually genius because the more votes they get you know these people are tuning in to watch them so the further that you'd want them to go it's all ratings so i think i don't think it's rigged but i i do think they at the end of the day could have the power it's so interesting you say that because like always I get so obsessed like who's going first this week who's going middle who's oh. going last and when you go last you know you're at a good spot just say yeah well first yes. and first and middle too because you want to you know keep the audience from obviously not tuning out so they do 
do that. I just said do do. I remember do do. I remember Artem uh, saying that to me where he's like, you want to go first, middle or last? Because if you go first, it means they're excited about you to start the show and it'll get, engage the audience and keep them there. And then when they might be like, okay, I'm getting bored, you bam, you're in the middle. And then yeah. at the end, you close the show. It's the best dance of the night. And so I was, if I was like ever not beginning, middle and end, I'm like, I'm going home. And you're like, I'm just six. I'm six. Yeah. <laughs> Couple that were six. Um, yeah, yeah. Our, so fun fact about Artem. Artem used to, so when we were teenagers and he first moved to America, he was living at my parent in my parents' pool house. Stop. In the Bay Area. No. I, so me and Artem have known each other since we were like 12. Oh, cute. That's and it's amazing. so cool to like see Artem blossom into this like man. He is. <laughs> because yeah. like, you know, Artem doesn't, he does, he didn't talk a lot back then, um, nor d- I wouldn't ever describe Artem as someone who talks a lot, but he's always been so kind and sweet and he's a great human being. And I just love how, you know, he's really built himself into someone who has a career, a family, and like, he's just, you know, his own person. And I'm just so proud of him. How was your relationship with Artem? Um, so it was a tough relationship because I feel all the same yeah. way, th- same ways that you say, like I, outside of the ballroom, I, of course you're going to be different inside the ballroom. He, I still to this day was, I don't think I would have won with any other partner because of how much he believed in me and pushed me. Um, and outside of the ballroom, I was like, he is an angel. Like everybody speaks so highly of him. He's so mm-hmm. kind. He is like to himself and shy, and like has gone through a lot and uh I just like I really adore him as a human being what sucks is well not sucks it's understandable but um they had just had a baby and it was COVID and they were having to like be apart from each other and he wasn't able to like show up as a dad in the way he totally wanted because he's an incredible dad and so obsessed with Mateo and Nikki and he was always gone and they had to quarantine and they weren't living in the same place and they were also filming or no, it was airing. The Bella show was airing. And I think I I don't want to speak. I don't know this for a fact, so don't quote me on this. No, no. I'm not sure if Nikki had postpartum, but I can't imagine if she did like how hard that would be. Um, So I think it was a really tough year for him. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So I look back at it with like a lot of compassion for him because in the moment I was like, it was such an exciting thing for me. And it was like one of the happiest I'd ever been, but it felt like he was going through such a hard time. And now I look back at it just being like, I just want to give him a hug. (laughs) He got through it. You know, I totally. And by the way, like, like I said, like with Artem, you know, I wouldn't say he's like my best friend, like, because, you know, you know, the communication since we were little kids, you know, and it was like he and this is why I respect him so much is because he is someone who's private and he keeps to himself quite a lot. Like you'll never hear Artem. He'll never be like the one who's like, let's bottles and bitches. Yeah. Woo! You know, like <laughs> no. he's not that person. No, <laughs> no. Um, and he's also very like he's a great listener. But he also when he speaks, everyone shuts up because you're like, oh, my God, Artem's speaking. Right. Yeah. It's like when what he says is valuable. Yes. But I, I, and I do remember this. I think, of course, um, you know, it's not easy. And I always try and put myself, I was married at the time as well. And I was dancing with AJ mm-hmm. and it wasn't easy. Yeah. 
you know, still like even though my ex like he knows like the, he knew it, you know, he knew the routine of what the show is. It's still yeah. it's like I think COVID really put people in a different mindset, especially if you weren't working. And oh then my you weren't gosh, gone yeah. as much as your other half was or whatever. Well, and all of us were so collectively like scared yeah. deep down and yes. not knowing what the world, the state of the world was. And I think a lot of us when we feel fear, it can come out in so many other emotions. Otherwise, other than us just saying, hey, I'm scared and nobody yeah. says that. No, because they were all, we were all vulnerable already. And then to say that you're scared on top of it, like we know yeah. you're scared. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, but like it was, it was challenging and I can only imagine. And then I put myself in the shoes of um, the other person who's not doing the show. Like, would you yes. in your next relationship, if let's, I don't know, whatever, but would you, ha would you be okay if that person got asked to do Dancing with the Stars? Like, would it be hard for you? You think? I would love it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I've been through it. I, if I hadn't, I think I, yeah. it would be impossible. Um, yeah. Jason was so it ain't that sexy is what you're saying. <laughs> I would be like, I'm friends with everybody. They're like family to me at this point. I'd be able to help. I feel like I would be a part of the family. I'd feel included in things. Um, and I would understand the grueling hours and how hard it is. And I always give props to Jason for when I was doing Dancing with the Stars. So supportive. And really? it was uh, it was like a really fun time for us. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I was wondering because yeah. you guys had moved, right? Did you move to LA for this show or? Yeah, we fully moved. Um, and the dogs, I remember I met your dogs. <laughs> yeah, the doggies were there. Yeah. Oh my God. Bless the dogs. That's awesome that he was supportive because it, when it when and I've had it both ways where my other, you know, whoever I'm dating or married to isn't supportive. It's really tough to like put a smile on your face and walk into the studio and just like pretend nothing's happening because it is very much directly oh, correlated, imagine. you know, with like whatever, if you're not living in a happy home you're not going to succeed I don't think in your career just you know it, it just is a domino effect I think yeah it's I can't imagine being in a tough place in a relationship and doing that show yeah. um like because it's I mean you get so close to your partner and there's some like sexy dances and you have this like relationship with them where you're kind of at your best like you're not you're always like being like fun and flirty and like, smell you good. know, you're just, yeah, and you smell God and you're just like, okay. And oh, I actually probably didn't act at all. Um, <laughs> but then you go home to your partner and you're probably so stressed and you're able to take that out on them because that's just what partners do sometimes. And so they kind of get the best of you. The partner gets the worst. And then they're like, oh, you get to just go dance with this person and get paid. And like, you know, it's, I get how it would be really hard and the yeah. chemistry and all the things that go along but with is it. Is it that sexy dance? with the stars like for me it, it is just not like I would assume it's kind of like love scenes for actors right like you also see all the different sides like for me I am I am not uh I wouldn't say that I'm words of affirmation is my love uh, language as far as teaching goes like I'm pretty hardcore um mm -hmm. I have been labeled as a taskmaster and that's a nice way of basically saying I am just don't like I, if you don't deserve an affirmation I ain't giving you one okay like that's just the way it is <laughs> but um, then when you do it's like you mean yeah it. right did you feel like with what was Artem's teaching style like because I feel like he's silent but deadly <laughs> that's exactly what he is he Artem's really good at uh creating a visual I'm a really visual person and so he was able to know how I learn best and work best and create something for me that I could like he had all these visions of like picture it like this and he was able to be really patient with me and also I, I don't know if his love language or speaking language or <laughs> like teacher language was uh words of affirmation it was um 
patience. Is that one? No, it's not. There is so many. They're adding love languages. I do think his way of, of being a good coach with me was believing in me more than I believed in myself and um, and creating visuals that made sense for me. Yeah. Um, he, he really learned each time I learned and did something well, he goes, okay, what did I do that just helped her there? And then he'd continue to do that. He was a yeah. great teacher. That's, that's awesome. Cause I also do like recaps of the live show. And I always, I always say that we have to adapt to our student, not the other way around. Right. Like if our, yeah. if the language isn't similar, like it changes for me for every single partner, all 26 of them that I've had, it's like, it just changes. And that's, if that's when you're a good teacher. You know, I think and I think it's a diff two different things. It's like you're a great performer, but it's not doesn't mean you're gonna be a great teacher and vice versa. Um, it's an right. art in itself. And I think that's why Artem is so successful because he does adapt and he um, tries to speak the yeah. language of the partner he's dancing with during the season. Um, speaking of Artem. Yeah. How was <laughs> how was your relationship with Carrie Ann? Because I know Artem had had a previous <laughs> romantic relationship with her. Do you feel like yes. that had anything to do with like her being, I guess, hard on you? I, I don't think so. Um, I think at the end of the day, Dancing with the Stars is a TV show. So I think... You know, when somebody is, I think I was consistently pretty good in the show. I, I wasn't like, whoa, going like d from a two no, to a 10. I was winner. just, <laughs> well, but I was consistent. Like I wasn't, right. I didn't start off really shitty and end up being really good. Like I just kind of stayed good. And I think for the viewers to want to like stay rooting for somebody, you've got to kind of kick them down and bring them back up. And it's got to be a storyline in a show. And I think Carrie Ann has that ability to be able to be kind of the Sa Simon Cowell of the group where mm -hmm. she can say some harsh feedback. And then the next week when you, you know, she gives you the words of affirmation, it's like, oh my gosh. And it means so much more. Um, so I think that's kind of, you know, at the end yeah. of the day, it's a TV show. It needed a storyline. I was being consistent and they needed to knock me down a little bit to bring me back up and I, but at the I was time just, though you were really upset right at the time I was like I was at the time I was trying to find any reason I was like okay it must be because she dated Artem so she still has feelings for him and she's just mad <laughs> or maybe she hates me maybe I was her least favorite bachelorette maybe she actually thinks I suck like I was going through I because you know at those times you are I'm so fragile during that show and I just need uh, like validation so badly and so my mind was racing I thought she hated me yeah it's all the benefit of hindsight <laughs> You know, it's interesting because like, I don't think people understand how intense sometimes this show is. And we do yeah. invest all of our time. I mean, it's a choice, obviously. And we cho we choose to consume our lives, but that's the only way to succeed, you know, and it when is. you don't feel like I just had Lacey Schwimmer on and she said a comment about how when she danced with Chaz Bono, you know, there was a couple of comments out there that were floating around that weren't um, something that she could take back. They weren't constructive. And mm. I find that even when I now watch the show as a fan, um, it's like, okay, but what 
what can I do? And I wish the judges would actually give pros the note as well because or a note because we are 50 percent of this you know if not more that's so like true if, if we're yeah. not able like obviously you are a product of what we're teaching regardless if you get help it doesn't matter like the celebrity yeah. trusts us regardless yeah. and so if something isn't working like it would be great to get a note and i feel like that's what i'm kind of doing in the recap is like you know because it, it we're, we're kind of pushed to the side or or the judges are a little bit too scared to like say anything but it's like no it needs to be said um that's true is there like i guess was there a way that you and artem like after during this time obviously he felt defeated as well um was there any like talks backstage did carrie ann come up i remember i think this was you carrie ann yeah. like, before the finale you guys had a little pep talk or something oh my gosh was it like did carrie ann give you some words of like encouragement backstage I don't know if it was backstage. Like, I remember we got her as our judge to come in uh-huh. and, like, help us with the redemption, um, with the redemption dance. And then I think, yeah. I think we had a little moment, like, on the stage before the cameras were rolling of, like, a group hug. And, but I, it's so, it's such a blur. <laughs> I know, right? It is. No, I, I'm sure. It's like, it was went by so fast. But then also there was, like... I'm sure moments where you're like, wait, what happened? Same thing with my time for 17 years. I'm like, what? (laughs) Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When did you know that you were going to win the show or you never knew? No, I I honestly, um, when I finally finished the Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend and it was the last dance was ever. So good. And I just threw my hand up in the air and I looked up and I said, I 
think I did it. I think I did it. Um, but I still didn't know because when I was standing there and Tyra Banks did the longest pause in the history of TV pauses, <laughs> I, I was like still again thinking like they're not going to pick another bachelorette to win this. Like Neva's going to win. Um, so I was so, sh- I, I was still shocked when they said my name. You, I think, what, wait, were we in your, cause I remember you were on the swing. I was like, you better kill it, bitch. Yes. I was like, you were amazing. At you. you hyped me up so much because because you guys got to be backup dancers in that one. And I was yes, up yes, on the yes, swing yes, yes. and you were, yeah, you were calling me a little slut and I was, I was like, getting all hyped. That's <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. Yes. No, no one's offended by that, but like, that's my, I that's wasn't. my words. That, that is my love language. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt so hyped. I was like, I am a little slut. It was amazing. Because you were so, <laughs> you were so hot and I wanted you to believe it. Like I really want it. Cause like once you believe it, you know, you can yes. freaking go out there and just, you were, did you have like an outer body experience? Cause I feel like yes. you did. Like, I feel like you were so tired. You were injured, right? So injured. Were you injured? Your so, rib on my rib I had tendonitis I had something tweaked in my back oh my it was awful yeah where did you find the strength and how intense is this show both physically and mentally I I sometimes I say it was harder than bachelorette because with the bachelorette I was like kind of just like I didn't know what to expect every hour but I knew I just had to like surrender to just like like pushing myself through every day and just finding the person that I like really wanted to love or this was like I think I was so motivated because my whole life I wanted to be a dancer and I had to quit that dream because I wasn't good enough. So this was almost like proving to myself that I could do it. It was, I always compare it to like, as a Canadian, I always compare it to uh, a hockey player getting, you know, right before he gets called up to NHL, the big leagues, whatever. And they go, you know, we're going to have to sign you in like Russia because you can't make it here as a hockey player and then at the age of like 35 he gets to come back to America and play for the NHL and his team wins the Stanley Cup so it was like I wanted that for myself to be like you are a dancer you can do this this is your second chance and I put way more pressure on myself than I ever did as the bachelorette which is crazy Um, and then emotionally I didn't realize that it was going to be like four or five six hours of like what felt like torture because physically I'm in so much pain. I am like thinking I'm going to have this fun friendship with somebody where they're actually just like drilling you and drilling you down and making you do it again and making you feel like that wasn't good enough. And it was just like a roller coaster. And I'll I'll never forget. I would just go home every single night. I would get in the shower and I would just lay in the fetal position and cry and pray. And it was just like, Okay, and then just got to do it again. Like, just get up in the morning and do yeah. it again. And it was just so challenging. But I am, I am a very competitive, very strong-willed person. And if I put my mind to something, like, I will do it 110%. And I think that's something I learned about myself in that process is I kind of think of myself as lazy sometimes or I'm like, am I really a go-getter? But And if I want something, I am fully a go-getter i'm the same way i mean i'm an addict so maybe i don't know if that has anything to do with my addict personality i'm like, sure i am it's either all or nothing there's no gray it's only black and white and like that's just the way it is but like 
yeah, I get shit done. Like if I am like, this is it. Like if this is what I want, I have tunnel vision for life, you know? Yes. And yes. I, no, I appreciate that. That's not late. I don't think you're lazy. I don't really know, I but be. I don't think you are. <laughs> There's no way. You can't be lazy and win Dancing with the Stars. When I'm depressed and like hormonal and PMSing, I'm definitely lazy, but I allow myself to okay. be lazy. And I'm like, that's yeah. okay. Um, other, and if right. it's, if it's I something- mean, what is lazy? You mean like you just want to take a day off and like eat popcorn and watch- the notebook yeah that is but i but like for like a week straight not a day okay yeah i do think it's okay i do think it's okay because otherwise it's just as long as i want to do something i'll do it with my whole heart if i don't want to that's where i kind of get lazy how did you do the tour because you went from winning and then you went straight on tour did you do every single city no i i think i did 62 out of 67 shows caitlin that's crazy I know it was crazy because I also was um, running my hair accessory line, my wine company and doing a podcast twice a week while living on a bus. It was um, so much fun and I loved every second of it and I would do it again. We're going to do rapid fire just about your tour experience in a second. But before we get there, um, since you have an intimate relationship with the dancers, I, w- I kind of wish I was on tour. Now. I have FOMO. Oh, it's so fun. I had uh, Trista Sutter on. Uh, she was one, like my first guest, I think. And we talk about the Dancing with the Stars curse. Do you know what that is? Um, no. So the Dancing with the Stars curse, I'm surprised you don't know what it is. I guess it started with like when the Bachelors would come on Dancing with the Stars and then they wouldn't make it. Like their relationship, I guess, outside of the show. Yes, I know the curse. Like, yes. The only people that made it, I guess, I, I mean, I did. Sean and Catherine. Yeah, Sean and Catherine. Um, now, you know, I had Brooke on, Brooke Burke, who was a previous host um, of Dancing with the Stars and also danced with Derek Huff and won him his very first mirror ball. Oh, I didn't know trophy that. Trophy out of six or seven. Yeah, that he has. And she said something about like, we were just messing around. Like, she's a good friend. And we were just talking. We we're doing rapid fire. And she, I was like, she randomly said, I think I would have had a love affair with like Derek Huff um, back in my season. And um, which is very, I can, un- I totally totally get it because like first of all like you said you are intimate yeah i mean for me i mean <laughs> i've had 26 partners did i hook <laughs> up with all of them no um did you hook up with any of them but like maybe <laughs> so like why do you think there is such a thing as the dwts course i believe that if your relationship can't make it through this it's probably because you had problems prior to the show but that's just me I mean, I think it's the the show, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. It, it's not the easiest foundation to start on for a relationship because mm. a relationship is obviously supposed to be built on trust and <laughs> loyalty and respect. And you're out there just going to fantasy suites and falling in love with other people and then being shot out, chewed up and spat out into the real world. And <laughs> then you go and dance with the stars and all of a sudden you're like, are you going to fall in love with your partner too? Because you just fell in love with my friend. Like, I think the foundation is so so shitty to you know just be thrown into another whirlwind of television with good-looking people doing sexy dances and having chemistry it's just that would be next to impossible right and how about charity i feel like charity 
I don't know charity, right? I'm just l- watching them. But I'm, I ran into Artem and Nikki actually at the airport a few weeks ago. And, you know, it seems like Artem, if anyone, I guess Artem would be the person, right, to kind of like dance with. 100%. Because he's so professional. Trista Sutter said she felt really scared for charity. This was before she knew she was dancing with Artem and scared for anyone, like as far as the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise goes, um, especially if you come out of there engaged to do dancing. Do you feel the same way like with with charity? Would you feel like and by the way, how do you guys all know each other? Is it in your contract that you guys have to be friends or? (laughs) Um, Well, we we have a Bachelorette's group chat where we just add each person (laughs) into it. And then I tend to like. Really? Yeah, there's I just (laughs) talked to them today and I talked to Tristan today, too. Um, but, but I tend to interview the leads for my podcast. And so then we just instantly become friends because we have this honest conversation and, and it's also this weird world where there's only a handful of us that have been through the same experience. So it's a bond. And so I'm not worried about charity and Dutton at all, because first of all, they Dutton is, I don't think he has a jealous bone in his body and he had never even watched the show before. And I still don't know if he had any idea what was going on. Um, and they are like so solid and Artem is so respectful and I see Dutton at every show. He's so supportive. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't see tension at all between them. I was there last yeah. Tuesday. I see when the cameras aren't on. I've talked to them. They are so rock solid. It's really cute. What advice do you have for Charity to um, take it all the way and win that mirror ball? Honestly, just I, my, from my experience, I think really listening to the judges' feedback because as when you show up that next week, if you prove to them that you listened and that's what you worked on, I feel like your scores go up and then the audience wants to root for you because you've really improved and, you know, you've seen the judges give you that feedback. Um, and then I think one thing I wish I would have done, even though I still won, I wish I would have surrendered a little bit more to the dances. I think I tried too hard to be perfect and um, like hit the steps too perfectly instead of just like, letting my personality out a bit more um so i would say she's doing a pretty good job at that and what is it week three or four I, it's like no it's like she's heading i mean her this is what i think as well like i think that she has to surrender and not try yes. and be perfect yes. i think there's no such thing anyway but i think the beauty of um this show is in the imperfection and it's like same and then like you said people want to root for somebody who's not perfect yeah. right like yeah. you've got to start somewhere and you know at first to me Charity was a little bit like off-putting only because of her facial expressions to the camera. And it's like, no, 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 no. Uh, You know, this is between two people and we're supposed to be watching as an audience member in like the movie, like a movie, right? Like, yeah. um, But uh, it was now this last week when she did most memorable, I was like, oh my God. Yes. Honestly. Yes. She needs to put this emotion because it's emotional. Like this whole thing's emotional and it's got to be raw and authentic or else, you know, for me, at least I can just see it right away when you're not comfortable, even if you're smiling. Totally. I had the hardest time with facial expressions because I felt like I was like trying too hard. And I think that's the thing you got to just like let yourself feel. And and I think Charity did that this last dance. She really allowed herself because it was a painful memory for her. And she like she almost was able to put her body back in that time. And you could see the emotion. And I love when people are able to do that. I got chills all over my body. How was um? So I I obviously wasn't invited to Lens tribute, but how was that? Why were you not like, invited? Yeah, why that? were you not invited to Lens tribute? Girl. <laughs> no idea. I actually, <gasps> I don't know. I mean, I can I can tell you my conspiracy theory, but like, um, 
Wait. You know, it is what it is. In my head, I thought you chose to not be there because I was like, oh, Cheryl would be here. No. Oh, okay. Well, I would like to know why. What do you think? I mean, it's probably related to do with this podcast, I would assume, because of the people who are assuming that this podcast is about trash talking, dancing when it's not, obviously. Yeah. We're just literally talking about our experience. But it's done. It's passed. But I want to know from you, because I haven't talked to anyone that was in the ballroom. Like, how was the vibe? Was it crazy? Like, was it just like emotional? It was so emotional. So I obviously knew Len from not my season, but from watching the show, because on on the season that I was on, he wasn't there um, because of COVID. So um, and so I didn't know him as well as other people. And I was sobbing because, first of all, mm. I loved him as a judge. And Artem talked so highly about him all the time when we were dancing because Artem always likes to do classic dancing. Like, he likes the classic music. He does. He hated every week. And I'd be like, Justin Bieber, I'm yes! And he'd be like, oh, my God, I hate it. Uh, you're the same? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so I always heard... He was so... Um, so beloved over there and such a classic man and always seemed like fun on Instagram when Derek would post stuff or Carrie Ann. And, uh, and so mm -hmm. just knowing that he had said, he didn't really tell anybody he was sick. And then knowing he just said, this is going to be my last season. And then seeing the tribute dance, which was like the most classically beautiful thing I've ever witnessed in real life. And when they all just like, did like you know they put their hand out and did like a tribute and they all just kind of sent and then everyone started crying and Ugh. tears were flowing down their faces and the silence in that room was just like powerful i just got full body chills there too because it chills. was Look, it, got chills. it was powerful and you really knew that everybody just respected and honored him to a level that i could never understand like he is a was a legend oh. yeah Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was a mess over here. Like yeah. literally like in this position, looking at my TV and just ball, like yeah. ugly crying. But um, yeah, no, he, mad respect. I mean, for him and just like, this is the type of stuff, like looking at that um, performance, it's like, that's what we need to do again. <laughs> yeah. We, I'm not no longer involved, but like, that's, it's just so classic. And I think yes. this is what sets the show apart from any other dance show is, is the, the ballroom aspect of it. Yeah. And he kept that so alive um, as season after season, which I, res I appreciate and respect. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. 
you know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Let's move on to fan questions, okay? Okay, okay. There's so many freaking fans of yours that, Aww. first of all, there were a couple of crazy... Oh, wait, before I oh, get yeah. there, how hot is Matt Reif in person? It's stupid. It's, like, frustrating. I mean, I have the biggest... I mean, he's, like, my son, because I'm 39. Doesn't matter. Like, he's still a beautiful man. Like, he sat right uh, here, and I just was like... I know. I watched it. Oh, yeah. He's he's ridiculous. I mean, he is. I mean, he must have hit on you. Did he hit on you? Not really, because at the time Jason was here. Um, oh, never mind. Yeah. But um, it said on YouTube four months ago. Wait, whatever. I don't know. Maybe he was. Still oh, there. We, Who knows? we released okay. it later. Uh, the episode later because we were holding on to it. Um, but yeah. Oh, my God. It's so hot. And then I was like, w- then I became single and I was like, Ooh, Matt Rife. And now he's like dating the most beautiful, like 25 year old model actress. Perfect human. That that makes sense. I it mean, adds up, but still, yeah. you guys had some great chemistry. Just saying, we did. You never know. I think I'm too funny for you him. <laughs> I think you are actually. He was actually quite shocked. I saw his body language. I'm very good at reading people's body language, and he was a little intimidated at times. <laughs> okay, let's do a few fan questions, and then we'll do rapid fire, and then we'll be done. Okay. Um. Okay. At Lauren Vic Crilly. Okay. It's <laughs> been amazing. Personal feelings on Tyra. Okay, so Tyra actually behind the scenes was so lovely to me, uh, to everyone. She would personally call us on like certain weeks yeah. and be checking in and seeing how we're feeling and like she was so nice. Um I didn't think she was the best fit for the host, but <laughs> she was so lovely that I I like I only saw people hating on her and it broke my heart because I'm like, okay, she's not a bad person. She's just like maybe not the best for the job. It's so di- I mean, that's very important what you said, because it's so different. Like those. I mean, I could talk about that. That could be an episode in itself. But um, yeah. oh, yeah. OK. At Addie M. West, who do you think will win this season of dancing? And what was your favorite dance to perform? Mm, the who I think will win I, I, you know, what's so crazy is if Harry Jousey wins, I'm going to, I'm going to say they need to change their voting system. Not because I don't think like he's awesome and he's so sweet and cute. And I love watching him and Riley and they're amazing. But I'm like, the guy just stands there and flips her and he doesn't move. And if he does move, it's awkward. Um, but they're going to get so many votes. So I think they're going to be in the final four, but I think yeah. either, um, Ariana or charity. I agree. My favorite dance was the Argentine tango. That was the dance. I was always looking forward to do an Argentine tango from the get-go, and I was so scared that was going to so be a good. dance I didn't get to do, but I did, and it was like a violin version of Britney Spears' Toxic, But and it was the... It, it was so good. That chandelier freaking like cylinder thing, that was just amazing. And Artem got nominated for an Emmy from that dance. It was so cool. He did? Yeah. Go, Artem, go. Um, at Misty Rose 647, would you do The Bachelor or Bachelorette again? Hell to the no. No, no, no. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, unless they unless they were like, hey, 
I mm, we're gonna pay you a bajillion dollars if they paid me millions and millions I would do it but then I don't know if I'd be doing it for the quote-unquote right reasons but I think I've just you know from being a contestant to uh, lead to a host I've seen too much behind the curtains and I would just be so paranoid and I would be scared Um, and I feel like I wouldn't be able to just like be me right no I hear you I hear you at always.lyz this is so random what were Caitlin and Artem purposely on separate tour buses because this is just a segue to get into this rapid fire um did you guys even have separate tour buses yeah we had two different tour buses um i don't i don't know the rhyme to their reason of who goes on what tour bus so i have no idea okay let's end on a high note um at jessica puccino what's something you'll never forget from your time on dancing with the stars um i guess something i'll never forget is clearly winning the mirror ball that's like the most out-of-body experience i've ever had it's like i've watched that show for so long and that was i was like i remember go getting approved to go on the bachelor and i went if i somehow go on this show and either go on ellen degeneres or dancing with the stars that'll be like that a dream come true so winning the mirror ball definitely and um i think just like the the um, amount of pride I felt in myself and my resilience and like what I fought through and battled through to just like keep going. It was really cool. What would you say you learned most about you during your time on the show? I'm so strong. I really didn't know how mentally and physically yeah. strong I was. Like I even coming out of Bachelorette, I was like, holy shit, I, I can do anything after that. But I wasn't in a good place like mentally i was people had to come check on me after the bachelorette like i was not mentally strong after that where dancing with the stars i was like i felt like a badass i was proud of myself i was like physically and mentally like i could do anything so it was yeah yeah literally Mm -hmm. okay rapid fire i don't think you're ready for this oh god hold on to your seatbelts. plural Okay, so we're going to do Rapid Fire, the Dancing with the Stars tour edition. You can only name the pro dancers that participated with you on tour. Let me remind you, they were Brandon Armstrong, Alan Bernstein, Sasha Farber, Daniela Karagash, Pasha Pashkov, Gleb Shevchenko, Emma Slater, and Britt Stewart. Am I missing somebody? Coco. Oh, shit. Okay, Google. God, Coco. <laughs> Coco, and then there Gross. was like the substitutes, but you probably don't want to count. And was Coco even a pro then? No, she no. wasn't. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay. Who smelled the best? Oh, um, honestly, who smelled the best? Who smelled the best? Come on, I already know the answer. I mean, he always smells the best. Gleb? Yep. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I already have answers for you. Yeah. I was like, correct. I was thinking okay. about it, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> No, he smells like a old spice. I freaking love it. Mm. I love yeah. it all. Yeah. Who took off their shirt the most? Gleb. <laughs> <laughs> Who smelled the worst? Uh, nobody really smelled bad because Alan sweats so much. Like it's it like I always joked when I was hosting, I'd be like, everybody in the front, like you're in the splash zone, but he didn't smell bad. Um, I probably right. smelled I'm the, the worst. Same. I'm literally the same. I sweat so much. I do too, but I think I smelled the worst. I don't know what it was. No, you don't. I don't know. I think I did on tour. Who snored the loudest on the bus? I want to say Brandon. (laughs) I, for some reason, remember snoring coming out of his bunk. Who let out the most gas on the bus? So so there was, I thought there was only one bus for some reason. So there was two different buses. So back in my day during the tour, 
each celebrity got their own bus, own, like own bus. What? And then, yeah. And then they would bring their family on or their friends. And then they'd pick the occasional dancer. Like Joey Fatone had his own bus. Joey Lawrence had his own bus. Lisa Renna had her own bus. Drew Lachey had his own bus. Wayne Newton had his own bus. Like, and those, these were like the souped up, like the buses that you're on, but for one celebrity. And then there was only like six dancers on each. It was only two bunks. Right. So it wasn't like the coffin ones. And right. then we would never, ever sleep on the bus. They would put us up in no, no nothing less than a five star hotel. Oh, my gosh. We spent a lot of nights on the bus a lot. And I got the back room. So they turned like the back lounge area into a bedroom. So I had like a double bed and I still I hated it. I would rather a bunk because I was on the back wheels right. and I was <laughs> physically bouncing off of the bed. It was crazy. That's why I haven't done another tour since then. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, the worst gas was probably me, too. I'm gross. (laughs) But at least you had that back room to yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who was the loudest in general on the bus? Alan. Who kept to themselves the most? Gleb. Interesting. I know. I think he was in a phase with his relationship where he's like, I'm not getting myself in any trouble. I'm going to go to bed early. I'm not going to drink. I'm in like a health um, and wellness zone. Oh, my God. Yes. He kept to himself so much. Ah, I know. But he still smelled the best and still had a shirt off while he was doing yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, who became one of your closest friends? Emma and Brett and oh, Coco. I love, that. I love that. You guys are like Charlie's Angels. Yeah, it really was. We we did everything together. It was amazing. Who started drama the most? Alan. <laughs> who was the funniest? Uh, Sasha. Who was the most boring? Artem. <laughs> Oh, yeah, totally. Who was the prankster? Sasha. Who was the biggest bully? Honestly, probably Sasha because he was pranking everybody and always trying to push their buttons. Stop. Who would you have liked to have gotten to know better? Artem. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I was I was actually going to say Artem. I really did want to because, uh, again, on our season, I was like, I feel like we missed out on, like, everybody gets these incredible friendships from their partner and they talk forever and they hang out after or they go for dinners and I didn't feel like I got that. But I thought I was going to have that and so I was hoping to have yeah. that on the tour. But um, either Artem or... Um, Daniela, I got really close to you, actually, but she was not on my bus. I wish I wish I could have been on the bus with her. Got it. I love her. Um, who drank the most? Me. Hands down. Who was the rowdiest on the tour bus? Me. Who was the first one to go to bed? Gleb. Who was the most emotional? You know what? Emma. But but it was because she was going. Th- I feel like her and Sasha were going through a lot. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. 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 No, and Emma's so vulnerable and amazing. So yes, yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Uh, who did you trust the most? Um, Brett. Who was the ringleader? Like, who was the lead of the male pros? I would say, honestly, Brandon. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I feel like he, him and Britt were like, I don't know, what you, what do you call them when they... Oh, like the dance captains. Dance captains. Yeah, they were the dance captains. So I feel like Brandon kept everybody in line. Interesting. And same with, like, like I was going to ask you about the female pros and you say Britt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who gossiped the most? Go mm. on, there was a lot of gossip on that door. <laughs> well, I don't know because it felt like there was a lot of gossip going on, but like everybody was in on it. Like it didn't feel like totally. it, it felt like we all gossiped. 
<laughs> on tour it's like the worst right like it's like it's you can't freaking have it you can't keep a secret out of the pro girls who is the biggest diva diva could be a good thing uh biggest diva i would say ah, i don't know brit only because she had the most injuries so she needed the most oh <laughs> how about out of the male pros who is the biggest player i don't know it's always gleb <laughs> yeah and though he slept, he smelled good. He slept early, and yeah, he had a shirt off. And he's the biggest player. Yeah. Um, okay. Who did you spend the most time with? That'll be the last one. I spent the most time with, I would say, Brit. Okay. Yeah. We. She was the. She was the one that would stay up and drink wine with me. I was always like, I'm oh, such a night that. owl. I'm I'm such a night owl, and I love like I come alive and I'm creative at night, and I just love being like up at night. And she was the same way, so we would just sit up and talk all the time. Oh my god, that's I knew I knew it. Like we are sisters. Seriously, I'm the same way. Like my when I really get creative, it's around like one thirty two in the morning. Yes, and then I'm like feeling it because everyone else is sleeping there's silence yep. my little frenchies and bothering me like i'm yeah. just like oh i'm getting real cre- like i'm I, I took up baking wow and i'm really good so wow. yeah i just Impressive. made some cinnamon buns yum <sighs> well, now i wish you list lift closer i'm gonna send you some i'm gonna send you some for christmas <laughs> okay, okay? <laughs> where can people find you tell us about who you're having up on your podcast i guess because i'm a huge fan of off the vine Oh, it's so fun. Um, So my podcast Off the Vine is on Tuesdays and Thursdays and we have so many different people on for anyone from like Bachelor to reality stars to like thought leaders. I have a really cool episode coming up with um, a therapist and a PCOS doctor. Wait, what's that? polycystic ovarian syndrome it's something that like literally 70 percent of women struggle from and it's about just so many things. my wine labels, Spade and Sparrows, and then also my Instagram. Everything's just at Caitlin Bristow. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for coming on the podcast. Um, and I can't wait to see you in person soon because we I better know. get together. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Make sure you guys follow us at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on our Instagram handle. And make sure you comment. Let me know who you want me to interview. What do you all think? Let me know. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.